All right, All right we, are we are live, live once, once again, again with the Fifty Shades of Quarantine interview series. I We still are trying to figure out what that means other than a funny tagline. And we are here with, of course, my partner, Sir Colin Campbell, and all the way from England, Lucy Parker. Hey Parker. How, are, how you, Lucy? are you, Lucy? Hello. Well, good evening. I'm very well. And you've actually caught me, and it's nine, nearly 9.30 in the evening here. So a little bit later than you guys. What time is it there? It's 4.20. Okay. So you haven't had your first gin and tonic yet. <laughs> <laughs> We're, We're close. close. We're close. <laughs> Six o'clock, so, so always actually, not before. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's right. right. That's, that's right. right. Some, Some, what, what we've, been we've been doing, doing here, here and I, I, I'd, I'd like to hear what you guys have been doing. We've been hosting ha what we call happy hour, hour. At, at, like at like four o'clock. We, we get everybody on a, on a Zoom, Zoom call. call. Are you guys, you guys been doing, been something, doing similar? something similar? No, but um, there you go. <laughs> oh, well done. Cheers. A little bit of champagne here. Well, we have to start. So you see, um, I know I'm in England, but really I, I live and work in Dubai. So in Dubai, don't forget, you may not know this, but tonight is the first day of our weekend. Yes. Really? Yes. So the weekend in Dubai is Friday and Saturday. So Friday is prayer day, of course, and yeah. then Saturday is our weekend. So we start the week on Sunday, always. So tonight is like your Friday. So that's why I've got a glass of champagne in my hand. It's the weekend. That's <laughs> we're going to Dubai, Gary. What, we're going to Dubai? Yeah. <laughs> well, well, Canadians, Canadians have, have it, right? right? We've been, we've been, we've drinking, been drinking scotch, scotch, or at least, or at least I, have, I have, for the, for for the, for the last, for the last couple, couple of weeks. weeks. It's right behind, it's right behind me, here me here somewhere. somewhere. I can see it. I can yeah, see yeah, it. There you go. <laughs> there you go. So, so you, you, you are in, are in Dubai. How does somebody from England end up, end in, up Dubai. in Dubai. Oh, well, I don't think you have enough time for my story. But let me <laughs> let me just say that I used to be a tour guide. So I was taking people on adventure travel all over the world. And yes, I did come to Canada. I came to um, Calgary and Sunshine. So I went skiing there. And anyway, uh, I decided that I wanted to go somewhere different on my tours. So I literally got the map out of the Middle East because I love adventure and a little bit of, you know, excitement. And I was like, okay, I've heard about the Middle East, but I've never been there. And, you know, we're always sort of wondering what's going on in the Middle East. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to lead a tour to somewhere in the Middle East. And I'd never heard of a country called Oman. So I actually went to Oman first, which is the country bordering the United Arab Emirates. And of course, Dubai is an emirate within the country of the UAE. So that's how I got to the Middle East. And after being in Oman for seven years, I moved over to Dubai. Lovely. Yes. Uh, I know we're, we're getting a little technical difficulty with the audio. But the, the purpose of this show, Lucy, is for us, we're uh, having a quick conversation with 50 people from around the world uh, because we're all experiencing the same thing right now. Almost the entire world is in lockdown. And we just want to know how you're coping with it. I know we're, we're miles, hundreds of miles apart, but we want to know what you're doing in England and just so that we can, you can share that with us here in Canada and the rest of the world. Sure, absolutely. And I'd like to first of all say thank you very much for inviting me on your, your podcast. I'm very, very excited to be, to be here live in Canada. 
So, well, basically, I'm in a bit of a situation where I'm stuck in the UK, where I'm from, so I'm English, but I live and represent and sell real estate in Dubai. So we're going to talk tonight as if I'm selling Dubai real estate, right? Because that's what yes. I do. So um, right now in Dubai, everything is on complete lockdown. Um, so that means that you really can only go out to the shops uh, once a day to buy your provisions. And if you need to get to a pharmacy for medicine. Apart from that, you are not even allowed out right now uh, for a walk or exercise. You have to stay inside your house or your home. Wow. And that is a little bit different to the UK because in the UK, we are allowed out for one form of exercise a day and we can go cycling or for a walk. So every country is very slightly different. And I think why I know Dubai has been stricter and I respect that is because we are a melting pot of 196 nationalities. I mean, literally, if you imagine the population of the United Arab Emirates is just 12, is 12 million people, okay? And 85% are not local. Imagine that, okay? And 85% literally come from all corners of the earth. So we have, you know, we have Kazakh people from Kazakhstan, from Nigeria, from Portugal, from China, from Bangladesh, India, Pakistan, Russia, Libya, Syria, Egypt, Ghana, South Africa, England, you name it. Like we're multinational, which I love, by the way. So you can imagine the other thing is you're all very aware of our lovely Emirates Airlines, which is obviously one of the number one airlines in the world. Um, and, you know, we literally fly to every corner on the planet. So, you know, there's been a much, I would say, if you look at the potential of spreading something, there are more people coming in and out of a port in a country like the United Arab Emirates. And so they've had to be really strict, really fast. And I love that. I really do. And it's protecting everybody's health and safety um, and really cutting the spread of this of this horrible coronavirus as fast as possible. Okay. So in, in our question, you know, I think I think the authorities are doing absolutely what they have to. And I don't know if you saw some of my pictures last week, but I actually put a drone that was flying through the streets spraying disinfectant. Did you see that? Yeah. Let's Yes, and you're like, what are they doing? And then you're like, I wish we should do that. Uh, but it's just different from, you know, all we're in different countries and almost every country is how do we curb uh, the this virus and take care of, of the ones that are so we can prevent the spread of this virus. So it's just getting it's 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 mitigating as much risk as possible as fast as possible um and in fact the quarantine in dubai started as a three-day weekend so mm -hmm. it was whilst the streets were being cleaned and then it just carried on going so you know people got used to that and yeah that's that's the way of the world i mean how is it for you guys in canada are you on lockdown right now Yes, for us, only the essential services are allowed to, to go out and conduct business. So as realtors, we're considered essential services. So apparently we're a big deal. That's a good thing. Um, so we, we can still, uh, but it's not business as usual. So a lot of what we're doing, we're showing homes virtually, right? So a lot of what we're doing now are virtual. 
or appointments are virtually are, are done. I had an appointment today with a client just walking through the home. Uh, we were on Zoom just discussing what the home is like, what their home is worth. So we're quickly changing. And I think once all of this is said and done, we're going to see uh, a lot of uh, businesses will change and we will just need to adapt with it. Uh, my question to you is, what are you doing during this time to keep your sanity? Well, I have a very strict routine. In fact, I just shared it on my Facebook page probably two or three hours ago. I don't know if you saw. So um, are you familiar with the book, The Miracle Morning for Millionaires by David Osborne, Hal Elrod? So I, I read that, love it. And so I've really got strict about my routine. In fact, I could actually, I could own up and say my, my routine is better now than it's ever been. So mm -hmm. there's my positive out of a negative, out of a crisis, right? So what is your, what is your, tell us about it. So I wake up at six o'clock and I go straight into 10 minute meditation. Um, then I say my affirmations, uh, a prayer for the day. And I also get my journal out and I have this book called Dream Big, which is from my favorite shop. I'm going to just drop their name here. I hope you don't mind. Kiki.k. It's a Swedish stationer who does the most amazing, uh, like, mindfulness, gratitude, journaling, diaries. You should look it up. It's gorgeous. Anyway, so I've got this amazing book about my future, my dreams, my goals. And every day you kind of write about, you know, you're writing and you're following her thought process. Um, and I do that for up to half an hour till seven o'clock. At seven o'clock, I allow myself 30 minutes with a cup of coffee or a ginger tea. Uh, to go through my social media for the day. So that's when I'm going live. And, you know, one of the thing, because I'm selling to an international market, my clients are literally awake at all times of the day. So I'm very aware of time zones. So for example, right now, definitely all my Chinese clients are awake. And my Pakistani clients are starting to wake up. Indians, not quite. So do you see, I've kind of really switched on with my time zones. I know my American and my Canadian friends are pretty much good to go. They're all out there and you're working hard, yeah? Um, so once I get to 7.30, then I start my work. And I'm very strict with doing four hours lead generation a day. So I do two hours at 7.30 till 9.30. And what I'm doing is I'm literally going through my old database. I mean, I have been in real estate nearly 16 years and I'm having conversations honestly with people that I haven't spoken to in eight years maybe. And it's lovely. I mean, it's really, really nice just checking in how people are doing, where they are, how it's affecting them. I mean, I don't know if you guys are finding this, but we're all together in this. It doesn't matter who we are, where we are. What, yeah. Is it the yeah. same for you in Canada? Uh, well, absolutely. Well, absolutely. And, and, and just to circle, just back, to circle quickly, back quickly, I believe I Faye believe was asking was about asking the names of the books. That was uh, The Miracle Morning with Hal Elrod. And we were fortunate enough to have him on the podcast, I want to say back in October, but such an amazing man. Really, really amazing. amazing. Yeah, Lucy, yeah, the, Lucy, um, the um, we're, what we're, we're finding is, or the neat the neat thing about all this is we're making our phone calls to, you know, people in our databases or to, you know, other agents and what have you. And it's more than just, Hey, how you doing? What's going on? Like you actually get to dive deep into like really what's going on and to create some awesome, awesome, awesome relationships. Awesome relationships. Are you, Are you yeah. the same? Oh no. I, I mean, I'm learning 
I'm learning so much about my clients that I didn't really know before. You know, um, I have quite a few clients that are pilots. And so we've been having conversations about, you know, where they're at. Are they bored? <laughs> are they, you know, are they being paid? Did they get stuck somewhere? Are they fearful? I mean, just, yeah, like the conversations right now are quite surreal, really. <laughs> um, and, you know, actually I was saying this to my, my friends earlier that we, we use WhatsApp in, outside of the US and Canada, we use a lot of WhatsApp. So I think you guys use a lot more Messenger on Facebook, we don't. Um, so I literally can be sitting and WhatsApping somebody in China, somebody in Canada, somebody in Bangladesh, somebody in Kazakhstan, somebody in South Africa within 10 minutes. So it's kind of like, I feel like the UN. I'm literally getting news on the minute. I mean, even from people in Italy, what's going on, how are you doing? So, and, and these are real human lives, you know, we all watch the media and we do and we don't believe all sorts of things, but these are people I know. So I'm, it's fascinating to, to learn what people are experiencing and, and seeing how, you know, how we can help them and be there for them. Absolutely. And, and Lucy, so you have a really unique um, opportunity or something that is so unique from and so different from how we typically operate here because we we live here we grew up here in say in Canada or if you're listening down in the states for instance we typically sell where uh, we grew up and and you uh, you know you are actually you've moved completely not to a different country but all, like to a different continent right and and you're in a place where there's a lot of money coming in internationally there's also a lot of money there locally. Uh, what are people looking at and how are you helping them? Are they, are they buying investment style properties or are they just looking for a place to a safe haven for the for money? The money? What, what, what are they, they looking, looking for? for? That is such a good question. And actually, I think I have to really remember that we have to take it back to that question. So if you remember, I said 85% of the population are not from the UAE. So they're not Emirati. So basically, people are either investors, or they're what we call end users, they're looking for themselves, right. So if we look at the end users, first and foremost, those will be families that have, you know, moved my number one and my number two. Um, and by the way, we talk about nationality in Dubai. So I'm not sure whether this is allowed necessarily to speak like I do, but in the, in Dubai, we do speak of nationality and it's with greatest respect. And, you know, some of my closest friends and clients are actually from Pakistan and India. They're, they are my number one clients. I have more sellers and buyers from these two nations than anywhere else on earth. Um, and, you know, basically they're looking for a home in Dubai. You know, it's a safer country. Um, the money, the, the, the dirham, the UAE dirham is pegged to the dollar. So it's much more steady, although a little bit different right now, <laughs> obviously. Um, and, you know, I think what people love about Dubai is it offers residency visa, which means that if you're from a country where you're not quite sure how steady it is or what's going to be the, you know, what will be the future of the country, or you may maybe come from sort of a, shall we say an unstable government or environment, then you feel much more safe and somewhere that you can bring up your family and your children. So in Dubai, people buy a house. And if you spend 1 million dirham, you receive a residency visa, which means you can live there basically for the rest of your life. And it, it gets renewed every two years. That's for you your husband and your children under 18. So that's really attractive. It's very attractive, that residency visa. And being a Brit myself, 
you know, that's maybe not such a big deal for me because, you know, I, I, I'm quite happy, you know, having a British passport and, and being able to go back to the UK, but that's not for every nationality, as we all know. There are some places where people never want to go back to their own countries again, or they don't, they can't go back. It's not safe. So you have a whole, you know, it's a geopolitical situation. You've really got to understand the world and how it works as to how and why we sell what we do into who in, in Dubai, if that makes sense. That's, that's really interesting. So kind of, kind of wrapping up here, but I want to wrap up with this in a sense, you know, you just don't, Hey, put your hand up and say, Hey, I'm, I'm a realtor that can help international buyers. Do you use social media better than a lot of people that I know of? And, and I follow you and that's how we kind of got connected on Facebook and so forth. I, how, are you doing like just more of the same or you're, are you changing it up a little bit? Talk to us a little bit about that and how we can leverage and how some of our, our, our colleagues here can leverage social media the way you're doing it. Um, so am I changing it? Not so much. I mean, what I will say is more and more people buy uh, under construction off plan properties. And in fact, in my last one year, 90% of my sales have come directly from social media and with clients that I've never met in person. Okay. Yes, exactly. So, you know, for a lot of people with this coronavirus pandemic, it suddenly hit them. Oh my goodness, I have to get live on social media immediately. Otherwise, my business stops. Well, we've been doing it in Dubai. I mean, I've been doing it personally, very, very religiously for three or four years. But, you know, in Dubai in general, I believe that we're some of the highest users of Instagram and Facebook in the world anyway, because... Um, our society is such that that's how people communicate more than just sort of going to each other's houses because it's not quite the same culture here in the Arab world, right? So it's a nice way for people to be able to chat and meet wherever. So um, in terms of social media, I'm, you know, I, I love to share. I love to share my thoughts. I love to share photographs. You know, I love photography. Um, and I think ultimately people people are... They're very astonished and surprised at what Dubai has to offer. And, you know, I'm very grateful for the fact that I have an opportunity to share Dubai. And I just want to share photos. And I think the photos have appealed to so many people in the videos um, because that's what appealed to me. So I just share to you, the audience, what appealed to me. Uh, there's no secret to that, really. And I, I'm also very honest, you know, if, if something is amazing that day, I share it. <laughs> I like it. Well, it's so funny because it, in a sense, I feel like at least in North America here, we're, we're almost playing catch up to what you're doing because just in the last really three weeks, we've had to shift how we think and do business. And, and you're, you know, as you said, you're, you're, you've been doing it for three plus years and it's just part of your daily routine and daily business. I just love it. Uh, I, I hope, I hope a lot of our listeners kind of jump on to your Instagram and everything else because uh, we can learn a lot from you. So, so how do how do how, how do people get in touch with you? How do people connect to you on Instagram? Uh, absolutely. So um, can I do a little type? Can I type here? I don't think I can, right? You can so type, it's, and type and then I, then I it's well I, you I, can I, type it if you can do it because I can't get on the comment there. It's Lucy J Parker underscore. That's my Instagram. So L U C Y J Parker um and un uh, sorry underscore that's my instagram and then my youtube channel is lucy j parker 
And I'll be very honest with you. You said to me earlier, what are you thinking to do now to sort of change the game a bit? Because I haven't been in Dubai for two months. I haven't done a video for two months. And I'm like, oh my God, that Gary V would kill me. By the way, I love Gary Vaynerchuk. You know, you have to be consistent. And I was doing three videos a week and I'm aware I haven't done a video for two months. But it's because I don't have a beautiful background of Dubai, but I just have to get there and do another video. So I've got over a hundred videos about what to do, where to go, how to visit Dubai. So please go to that YouTube channel, Lucy J Parker. And of course, they're here on my Facebook, right? I think you tagged me so they can they can join on the Facebook. Absolutely. Awesome. awesome. Yeah. I think we're going to have to take a trip to Dubai. <laughs> well, the best news is, you know, we had this World Expo, Expo 2020. Yes. So we have some pretty exciting news. It's not completely confirmed, but it's been in the newspapers. So I can say that it's more than likely it's going to be delayed till next year. We just don't know the dates. But what it means is everybody will be more relaxed in a year. We'll all be back to normal. Everything will be better. Um, and... And they are going to have the greatest show on earth, every country. So Canada is also there. You're going to have your own pavilion. But it's really the, the show of the future. Like everybody in the world should be going to this show. So I'm super excited for that. So if you're only going to do a once in a lifetime trip, come next year. For All sure. right. So what you need to do is find us a space and we will be there. I will. You know, we're family. That's what <laughs> we do. Well, so nice to chat to you both. And... I didn't really get to know much about Canadian real estate from you. We'll have to do another podcast. We'll do it. Yeah, it, it's boring. <laughs> so for, so for uh, Colin, uh, Colin and, of course, and of course, our good, our friend, good friend Lucy, Lucy from, from all the way from the UK, from the UK and via, and via uh, uh, um, Dubai, Dubai, this is this the Not So Black White Real Estate Podcast, and we will connect, connect with, you with you very soon. soon. Bye, for Bye for now. Bye, everybody. <laughs>